Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. How are you doing, sis? I feel like you just hosted a ton of people in your house. Yes, I'm good. I'm well, I feel like that's all you and I ever do when we can't do it. Like people like look at us and they're like, how? Why? And it gives life, you know? It does. Yes. It makes it just makes things more fun. So I did the little Saints Day party. We had 23, 25 kids come oh my dressed up. And so it was crazy. But my new favorite thing to do besides charcuterie is the walking tacos. Have you done that yet? No. What's that? You buy like a huge box of mini chips. So like, you know, like Doritos, Fritos or the healthy cassava ones, whatever uh-huh. from Sam's Club or Costco. Yeah. And you just make a ton of meat sauteed peppers, you know, oh. all the fixings and the kids just dump whatever fixings they want in the bag and they shake it up and they mm. eat out of the bag. Or Wait, you know, I love that. I've never heard of that, but that sounds delicious and I would delicious. devour that. We all did. And it was just easy and it's like less of a mess. Of course the house is destroyed and I have a cleaner here today helping me, but you know, the you know we as we do, I feel like <laughs> I, I know my limits. <laughs> Well, I actually, the previous owner of this home, you know her, she's this beautiful mom of four kids. And she like pulled me aside the other night when we were having people over and she was saying the same thing. She was like, I don't know how you do it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I I don't like, I have a cleaning lady. I like the kids are in school. I have a cleaning lady. I know my, I know my gifts and cleaning is not one of them. And she was like, Bridget, I have to tell you, she was like, our generation really thought that we could do it all. And so Uh, we did do it all. And she was like, talk about burnout, which is our topic today, not to give it away, but she really was like, honestly, like managing a home is like managing a business and the woman is the business owner. And I was like, Whoa, I've never thought of it like that. But she was like, you have to have your team. Like you need your team of people and you can't do it all alone. And I just was like, wow, that's so much freedom hearing like an older mom say that. Yes. Someone who's been in it and like asking yourself the question, what is my time worth? Because Yes, those things cost money, but if you you can always budget it out. Like there's yes, always, that's there's what a she little said. way. Like there's always, and you can use your time for other things. And so, anyway, I think that's great advice. I love the team idea, and yes. she's right. Who's managing the? Who does all the things? Come right. on, it's like, like the woman is the manager of the home, and she it was it was cool because she was talking about it in a way of like how sad is it that people have diminished the role of like the homemaker because like a properly run home that's like peaceful and beautiful when you walk in is actually like such a skill. And if you develop that the right way and you have your team and the house is tranquil and calm, like that is something massively to be proud of. And I'm learning that myself. Amen. And talk about rhythms, like rhythm is everything. And with each baby, like here, our topic is about burnout, which is such a joke because I think on two net newsletters ago, I think I wrote six tips for burnout <laughs> as if like I wasn't suffering it. Um, and but so that's how I, you know it. You're like, that's how that's the way I knew. Um, but I was thinking, sis, like when you have a new baby, like talk about reorienting your days and what does your life look like? Like, have you learned anything? crazy new or or relearn something welcoming Augie into the world because you're a mom of three now and that is a big that's a big thing if yeah. you ask 
It is. It's, this has been the biggest transition for us, like right. as a family. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like I could use some tips. Um, but I think if anything, I've had the realization with a third that sometimes you have to just like go with the flow and throw the plan out the window. And I guess I thought that two was hard, but looking back on just two, like we really had a lot down and a lot figured out. And then with this third, like the morning routine is wild. It's literally chaos. We are an hour late to school every single day. I've had to like email the teachers and be like, I'm sorry, we're going through a transition as a family. Um, And they've been very good about it, but still it's like, that is the, I think we're still, because he's only nine weeks old, like in the thick of figuring out the new rhythm, if that makes sense. The most thick of that you can be in the first trimester or the first four, what is it? Fourth trimester. Yeah. it's like the first few weeks is all you need to rest. You need to chill, like be with your baby. And then it's all ripped away. It's like, oh no, this is a family now. Like yeah. this baby's part of it. And how are we going to integrate this new life to our chaos? Because we already have a chaotic life as it is. So yeah, I guess when my question would be when as a family of three kids, when did it start to feel like, okay, we have a new rhythm with three. Like I asked the same question, B. That's so weird you said this. I think I was, it was last Lent. And I remember, okay. or no, it was last, like before Lent. It was that time before Lent. And I was just like thinking, what, what is this? I am now four months postpartum. And I was like, okay, when do we get a rhythm? I remember asking multiple different moms. And one mom said, I don't think it sits and hits you until that baby's six months old that you okay, have okay. rhythm. That's what I hear because- okay. How can you not? Like, he's changing so fast. The baby's changed so fast. Yes. Like, oh, good. He slept tonight. Oh, oh, nope. Tomorrow, he. it's a regression. Like, Amen. Amen. new every day. And gosh, just surviving is thriving. If yeah. Me, so. And I love that we were like, let's do this topic because I think people sometimes mistaken burnout because of things you've done too much of like I've been actually pondering this a lot because like people have been like why why have you had so many people in your house why have you gone on all these trips with a newborn and I'm like I don't really know the answer but I've been thinking (laughs) I don't really know why I'm crazy no but what we were alluding to in the beginning is like it is life giving to do these things for me and for yeah. you, but that might not be everyone. So maybe um, we could talk about that. Like, like yeah. burnout doesn't mean you should stop doing all the things that bring you joy, you um, know? Yes. That's so good. Like really reflecting on what, what does fill your cup, you know, because ripping those things away doesn't take away the burnout, let's say, right. Like missing out on the things that bring you joy. Like you said, B that's mm-hmm. not take away the exhaustion or the um, stress or the this or the that. So I love that you said that because that that's in diet culture a lot too. Like when people are trying to lose weight or something, I've heard a lot of like dietitians say, what can you add in rather than saying no more, no more of this, no more of that. Right. What is a negative going to do for our minds? You know, if, if yes. I are naturally go, 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 um, trying to live, a full life. Like I'm sure everybody who listens is the same way in in some sort of capacity, like living this full abundant life. 
So we're not going to just say no to ourselves, you know, unless it's obviously we're replacing it with something, right? Because don't you have to replace something to build a new habit and stuff like that. So yeah, I really, it's such a good question. I, feel I, like. I think that like also what it comes down to is like, I think a lot of people are like, people are different. And like when we, we had people over a couple nights ago and there were a couple new moms there and like one mom was there with her one week old. And there was another new mom who was like eight weeks postpartum and it was her first baby. And she's looking at this other mom with the one week old looking like she has her makeup on at the party. And this mom, you could tell like, kind of like got herself there. Like, you know, she looked, she still looked adorable, but, but it was her first time out in eight weeks. And she was looking at the other mom and she said, how are you doing this? What is that quote? It's probably, I don't know. It's a saint quote, but it's like, we will be saints when we are our full selves. And so we're not going to reach joy if like you said, which we all do. Oh, they did that. So I'm going to do that. It doesn't come naturally because it didn't come from you. It came from seeing someone do this in an unhealthy way like we all do. That's so, so, so true. Such a good point. And I think that even goes into one of my thoughts on like, like, I guess a tip for burnout, (laughs) something to add in, I guess would be just before you start your day is the usual thing that we always talk about. Just having that mini Morty, mini and that thing to yourself. But right now I can say confidently, because we've talked about this, that isn't really working out for both of us right now because our kids both in their own way might be waking up a lot or we might need, you might need that extra hour of sleep, you know? And, and that's okay. I think old me would have been like, get up early or die. And now I'm like, Mackenzie, that's not working for you right now. And that's in this season, 730 is early and it hurts right now to wake up at 730. Amen. Amen. I feel like like a perfect example would be like, I feel, well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I feel like cooking is like a de-stress for you. Is that true? Or just a joy? 100%. Okay. Total. And, and a joy to cook for others. Like after the fact, like I love to do that. And and so I think that's a perfect example of like, if this fills your cup, definitely plan like five course meals and, and like have it all written out and all that. But like, if that's just something that someone else does that you're like, wow, I admire that in her, yep. but it might not ever be me. It doesn't mean like make crap food for your family, no. but don't spend like hours and hours stressing yourself out if that's just not a gift. Uh, totally. And just being okay with pivoting. That's yes. Okay. Pivoting. Okay. Yes. Like you're not failure. That change does not mean fail. <laughs> like you need Yes. To- but we think that because we changed our things that we love or like things that bring us peace and joy. What did your friend say to you recently? Be you guys were complimenting one of your friends. And I love the story because you were saying, wow, she does that so beautifully. Like you, it wasn't in a envious comparison way. Like we're talking with Instagram. It was like, wow, that woman, Melina does an amazing job at this, this, and this. Oh, and, right. Right. And mm-hmm. that is the perfect example of like, while they're using their gifts and that should just light a fire under yeah. all of us to just use our gifts. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. We had like, we were a friend and I were looking at something another friend was doing and we were just in awe of like how she was just facilitating all these people and she had a newborn and she, and my friend and I just looked at each other and she goes, it's a, she like could read my mind and she knew I was looking at my friend like, holy cow, how is she doing all of this? And my friend goes, 
it's her journey, Bridget. That is her oh. journey. This is not, that's not your journey. And it's so true. Like we are all on a journey, which I think is very spiritual. Mm-hmm. And if you let the, the gifts of someone else distract you, then you will end up not pursuing the gifts God gave you. You know, if you're so worried about like, I need to be like her, God's mm-hmm. like, but wait, I gave you a basket of all these things that that person doesn't have. And so why are you spending your time? Like, looking over there. And now I wasn't envious of my friend. I was actually like, I'm amazed by you. You were glorifying the goodness in her. Yeah. Right. Right. But you could easily, if you're in an unhealthy mental place, be like, Oh my gosh, why am I not like that? You know? So. Right. And how that thing to do with you. Exactly. I was going to say is like guarding, like in a season of burnout, I think one of the top priorities should be guarding your mind and your heart. Oh, yes. That's so good. I love that. And how can that, like, that, I guess that could look different in each person. One of the things I've been doing for a while is I just, well, something that's been sitting with me is refraining from everything on Sunday, which I am not good at. Like I Sunday, love that. Sunday is that Sabbath day. Like we're not even supposed to go shopping. And I mess that up every Sunday. Like I forgot something for dinner or whatever, but like even social media, I try not to be on, on Sundays or like any kind of like frivolous thing. Can like, what is rest? Like what? I know. Right. And can yourself to rest. And I think that is something that is a a habit that you have to cultivate. It doesn't, at at least for us, I don't think it comes naturally to sit. And so I don't no, know. I think, I think it's all like, it's so good. And it's so connected to like, um, I read once, I don't know if it was Mel Robbins saying this, but I've been very intrigued by this concept of resetting, like it, resetting mm-hmm. is, um, kind of like related to burnout. Like it's this concept, like if you go, 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 and you never take time to just stop and like, reset like maybe like rewrite all of your goals and rewrite like just be like okay whoa 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 we're stopping everything we're stopping social we're stopping hanging out with people filling our calendar and maybe you're as a couple you're like we're going to reset what are our family goals and are we actually moving towards those or are we in a state of frenzy at all times you know And so I think resetting is important too. Like once you realize, okay, I have reached burnout, like how do I reset myself? You know, that is really good. And to, like you said, sit with your spouse, because if you don't take that time, that intentional time to talk with them, we could just be going about your days. Right. Right. Own things and hoping you meet the mark, whatever the mark is, you've probably forgotten the mark at that point. And getting honest feedback from them. Like I remember one of our speakers, I was sitting down with her and I was talking to her about something. It was more personal. It wasn't really like a professional goal, but um, it was something that I'm, I guess, um, working towards in my personal life. And she was like, the best person to talk to about this is your husband, like your spouse, because they see your honest self more than you. You know, like we, we make up versions of ourselves, oh, and the time. Then, right. And then they're like, cause she gave me a story about herself and she said, I was doing this thing. I was around this person that was causing me to be this certain way. And she said, I finally went to my husband and was like, is this in my head? 
or is this unhealthy? And he said, well, you act different. Like whenever you come back, like you're stressed, you're tense, you take it out on me and the kids. And I was just like, whoa, like that concept of really being like, okay, let's say you're discerning taking a job, like sitting down and being like, how am I when I go back to work after a baby? Like, is this the right thing? And, you know, instead of them being like, yes or no, it might just be a conversation of like, well, you're happy, but maybe you need to scale back and not, and not do all of the things. And so I think that's another great thing. If you're, if you feel like you're in a state of total burnout, like, and and maybe you're not married, go to a trusted friend or your spouse and just be like, what do you see in me that brings me joy? You know? That's so good. I love that idea and that truth that that person sees you fully. And it's right. Hard to get, but thank God they do. Someone's got to, you know? I know, exactly. Just to hold you accountable on that level. And yeah, and I think a lot of times, B, I've noticed like the next, this next week is, is jam packed or this next day is jam packed. I feel stressed. And something like practical that helps, I think, is jotting down, you know, we love our list. Yes. Jot down everything in your head the night before. Yes. And just leaving it. Leaving on it. On the Don't paper. Think. Yeah, put it on the paper. The next day, yes. your brain already knows. And it will naturally go through that checklist because you wrote it down. Oh, and I love sleep. that. Yes. And that sleep is a healthy rest. It's not a rest of anxiety where both of us have chatted about waking up at 2 or 3 a.m. and just and being like, I know I have a million things on my mind. Yeah. Yes. And you didn't write them down that. and I'm going to forget it and la, 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 la. So it's funny because, um, like to your point, um, recently Johnny has been like, did you make your list? Like, you're always good when you make a list. And I was, you are, I love that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, I actually haven't done that because I, we have been in such a state of just mm-hmm. like, it is chaos here. It's like we're surviving in some ways, thriving in others, but also surviving. And like, he's just like, yeah, you need to, you need to write it down or you get very frazzled. And, um, so I think it's just like knowing, knowing yourself. And I love the before bed thing because I just do it whenever I think about it, but there must be something to it, like actually leaving it on a piece of paper and going to bed. And going to bed and just resting in it, maybe sleep with it under your pillow if you are one of those, but like some, you know, like yes, yeah, but there must be some science behind that. I love that. But, and lists are so good, but yeah, it's so true. Burnout. I, I guess I never said that word out loud until a few weeks ago and it kind of just like all just comes at once when you realize like, you wow, realize. going a million miles per hour and I need to pause and just be, and we all make goals like at the beginning of the year, like so January, who doesn't? I think we've all done it. Um, and we're heading into the the season of the holidays and and the end of the year. And so I think just like you talked about this with that book, pausing and reflecting on how far you came just by being yourself, just by living in 2022 and then relishing and and, and just finding right. joy in that piece and not having to do a next goal. Like yes. I, I feel like easy to just, okay, time for the next goal. And after our retreat a couple weeks ago and, and my race, I was like, okay, you're done. You are done making goals. Unless this has yes. to do with like, no more goals. Like no more goals. You're not allowed. Yeah. And just so living. It feels like, yeah. That, that's more, that's beautiful to just live is beautiful. 
So yeah, yeah, I think that's, I feel that I feel that so much with actually like working out postpartum. Like, I don't know if you were like this third baby, but the first two, I was so anxious about getting my body back. And this time around, I I really feel none of that, not in like a sloth way. Like I've gone on, gone on some runs and things like that. But I'm like being way more gentle with myself. Like I, I can't go to the gym every day. Like I can't. Nope. When that happens, that'll be amazing. Um, and I don't know if it was someone in my Bible study. I think someone said this great wisdom of like, and I feel like you've said this too. Like, don't expect to have an hour workout session. Like it may be. 10 minutes of abs here and there, or like have your Pilates thing queued up on your phone and go do it in the basement when the baby's sleeping. And even just 10 minutes is better than doing nothing. Cause you didn't get that dream session, you know? Totally. It's, it's the best just to even move your body. And I love that be like changing your perspective. Like that is a gift that is truly given from God, because there have been times probably in both of our lives where it was like, go hard or die. Like yeah. you, better, you better work out. And that's like a mental thing. And to have that shift just happen naturally. And Amen. The surrender says, it's like, I have these three babies. I am drowning in the most beautiful way. Like yeah, as exactly. Crawling at the end of the day to our beds. And so the fact that I was able to move around with whoever was with me, Grace, Colby, whatever, like one of your babies, like, you know, standing right next to you. Exactly. Enough. And that is yes. a gift. I and think I you on one podcast, it was like, I think it was my first race back. This third baby was my best one because I didn't run right away. It was like, that's it, amazing. You have, to, you have to take the time. It's the rush, like the anxiety, that stuff that doesn't come from God. Exactly. Is out for what? Like to hurt yourself, to injure yourself. Um, Amen. So that's beautiful that you have that this time. Yeah. I think that that I going back to like why babies are such a gift to us and like maybe our personalities is like another thing in terms of like it's not even about um what's the word achieving all these things sometimes it's more even like a moment in family life that I have to surrender to like Johnny just went back to paternity leave and his one big job when he was on paternity leave because he couldn't do much with the newborn was picking up and dropping off the kids. Uh, and he can't do that anymore because he's on Zoom calls. And right. so I have the newborn behind in the back with oh. two toddlers who are loud, slamming toys. Like I've just gotten him to bed. And all of a sudden, Colby takes like his dino truck and is like slamming it on the side of the of the car seat. And I'm like, don't snap, don't snap. Like right. he's just being a kid. But like that perspective shift has been huge for me, like not controlling every situation, like learning how to just be like, okay, the baby might scream because of my other kids and I just have to keep driving and I'm not pulling over. I'm not going to try to make things perfect. You know, it's, and that like, I, I, in those moments, I'm now recently being like, thank you, Jesus, that you're teaching me to be this way, you know, because I wasn't before. No, it's like a new grace. Like, where does this come from? Right. It must come from the addition. Because, of course, like, yeah, that first baby, and I'm not knocking first-time moms. I'm, I am that mom. I was that mom. You I do all the mom. things. I was every season that you can be as a mom. So. Me too. 
don't worry. But like that mom, when you have one kid and you can't go to the grocery store because they might be hungry, they might fuss. Yeah. Oh, here we are. Here you are picking up your children during nap time. The one nap you get. Oh. And it's like there. I mean, that is that's the ultimate freedom is yeah. just allowing dying to self. I, all I have to do is drive. The, all my only job right now is to pick up my children. However that happens. Yeah. It's okay. Exactly. And like celebrating the little wins. Like if no one's crying, today was a good day. And my old wins would have been like, I just got back from this awesome nine to five or something. And now my new win is like, everyone's happy. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You know? So it's like learning yourself. And I think that's the beauty of a growing family and new babies is it's always a new gift, even though it seems like it's more work it's always a new, something new that God wants to give you. I feel like it really is. It is a new gift for the mom and dad, but especially the mom. Cause like, yeah, it's a longer process for them. So that's so good. I love that. Oh. So speaking of gifts coming to families, yes. um, Ken's, uh, is there something that you want to share with our listeners? Yes. Well, speaking of burnout, it's so funny. (laughs) I was writing about burnout and I actually be, this is so funny. I probably told you this because who else would I tell? At our retreat, I met with Jess, one of our amazing speakers and you did too. Just like, so has such a gift for like speaking and seeing our souls. Right. Yeah. And we were talking um, about slowing down. Surprise, surprise. And um, she said, you always are doing. And I'm like, I know. And she said, you know, it's, you got to live in this space of oceans deep. And that's like this word that's coming to me, oceans deep. Like God is in every crevice, every crack. Like he is the ocean. Like it it just, he fills every bit of you. Wow. You don't have to live in these these organized, even though I'm not organized at all, jokes on her, um, these organized boxes of like this and then that and then that, you know, just how the mind works. Right. Right. Said this, I said, well, I could be pregnant right now. I'm not sure. I'm not going to take a test until after the retreat and after my race. And then I'll take one. And I had already told B this, you guys, but it wasn't really, it was like, I might be, but I shouldn't be. I don't think I am, but I might, you know? Right. A few babies, you just don't. The heart knows. The heart knows, but you just pretend not to. Yeah. And so she said, not now. Or she said, not next week, Mackenzie. Not tomorrow. Not then. No, don't say next time. Next this, next this, then this. Just say now. Now I'm going to live. Oceans. And not control anything. It's like it always comes back to control. Like your story be like, old me would control the situation, would want to make it perfect how it's supposed to be. And he doesn't ask us to do that. Yeah. (laughs) He asks us to live in total surrender. Oh, it's so I get home and I, the day before my race, I (sighs) do, I just, I take the test because Colin is like, take the test. What are you doing? It was the sweetest moment. It was because you were listening to this song from this movie that we had just seen with the kids. Yes. Uh, Gosh, darn it. I'm ready. Uh, A A million little dreams from greatest showman. Yes. And I sure enough, the exhaustion and the nausea three weeks prior made sense. And I was pregnant when I took the test and and the crazy thing about Ken's texting me in that moment was I was giving Augie a bath and (laughs) we had just come back from retreat and I was playing that song and I was in my mind what was happening before moments Mm -hmm. before I received 
the um, text was, I can't believe like, this is my dream now, you know, <laughs> like I could cry even saying it. Like I was so happy just giving a baby a bath, you know, and that hadn't always been, you know, that hadn't always been me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like in my own moment about, wow, I really like babies are such a gift. And as I was thinking that, I got a text of a positive pregnancy test from Ken's and I sent her my face and I'm like crying and I'm like, I'm listening to million little, little oh no, million little dreams. I'm like, I'm listening to million little dreams from greatest showman and giving Augie a bath. And I'm like in my feels and this is amazing. And then you were like, we just watched that movie last night. It so so it was oh. just, I think a huge God wink to us because mm-hmm. we've always been those type of we're, we're big dreamers and, you know, we dream inside the home, but then outside the home. And I think it was this huge God wink of like, ladies, you are, you're on the right track. <laughs> like, yeah. But I decide I'm deciding. Where yes. This and you had so much peace. Like, I feel like we've both had multiple friends oh. who you, you find out you have another and it's, it's literally, it's so normal and natural to be nervous and worried. Like, how am I going to provide for this fourth baby in our family? But I just, you were so at peace. And I remember being like, that peace spreads to other people, you know, and that is pro-life being like, yep, we're pregnant again. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's, it's, it's I thank you sis, but it's, it's true. Like the old me, I, I, even like after I was so controlling, like, I'll just be honest, like I couldn't before. Now I can't say that anymore. I couldn't get pregnant until 15 months postpartum. How many times have I said that? Right. And, but that was a control in my head too. Like my fertility just wasn't there, but then I could always lean on that. Like, Oh, my babies will be this spread apart. Right. Cause that's how I work. That is who I am. Yeah. And God just like laughs at you in those moments because you are not God, like get over yourself. I know. So it was almost like a gift, like, oh, here's your burnout. Here's your, no, here's your slow down on a silver platter. Yeah. Yes. And it's that I, I learned to love that about yes, pre- pregnancy. Like, yes. like, yes, give me permission to slow down. Um, and he always knows what we need. I think like people throw that around, but like, it really is so true. Like anything happening to you is because he has designed that. And, um, even if it's something hard, we have a lot of friends going through very hard things right now. And it's so hard. It's not his, uh, what's his word? The perfect will of God. Yeah. But if it is, um, the permissible will of God, then it's either drawing you closer to his heart or it's revealing something that, that we don't understand because it's so deep and so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that can relate to, to finding out the news of a new baby, you know? And I think that it, the way that you received it was so beautiful. And I just, yeah, I will, I feel like it's a greatest showman baby. I mean, maybe it's a boy. Like, it, Gosh, it, it could, wouldn't that be something? It, That'd be surprise. It could be y'all's boy. So anyways, we're so happy for you. And um, I know everyone listening is so thrilled. Oh, thank you. And it's true. I love what you said about like his wealth because, you know, we know that, all things work together mm-hmm. for the good. And it and it's hard. And you said it, so many friends are going through hell on earth. Right. Yeah. Now. yeah. And who say to us, I wouldn't wish this upon anyone. And mm-hmm. and just to, you know, walk with those friends and be there and pray with them because we all will have those seasons of consolation and those seasons of desolation that Amen. bridge 
spoke about um, with the spiritual exercises and, yeah. and so just to, when the gifts are given, know that they're gifts and, yes, yes. and just be so grateful. Even you be like, what did you say to you? Like, like if we get pregnant again fast, like that, that is a gift. And to be able to see these, these things as gifts, cause they are yeah. instead of like, Oh my gosh, how, how am I going to do that? He and the change in your own heart, like, Johnny and I have both like cornered each other, right? I mean, this baby's only nine weeks old. I mean, people are going to be like, these people are freaks. But like, <laughs> we're like, honestly, like it, we would love another baby, you know? So it's oh, like, that, that is a huge change in our hearts. Like huge cool. change. You know, the ache of what it feels like to be, which yeah. you, you know, the ache of, of finding out and then not. And then it just like, that is a whole other right. level like clarity that you can spread, you know. To- and that goes, I think, with the whole notion of like, I, when we were going through that, I would have never understood why it was happening. It was so terrible. One of like the deepest, darkest years really for us. And yeah. now that we are like holding Augie, we're like, wow, like you prepared us to be so grateful for this baby. Like not an ounce of us feels like you are a burden, like you are the greatest gift we ever could have. And so um, I think God works on our hearts in, in strange ways. He does because even on the hard days, like even with and like no sleep or whatever it is, everyone has it. It's like, you still take it with such. Right. Like, okay, this is what I have today. And this is great and beautiful. So if you guys are going through burnout, um, welcome in, welcome to our show (laughs) and, um, yeah. And just know that you're not alone. And, um, I mean, there's also so many prayers and resources and other podcast episodes where we've talked about those things. Um, some of the books we've done on, I think like those are all great. Searching for and maintaining peace. And then what was the other one? Be to go back and scroll through what we've done in the past. A lot of the content that we have done studies on are about this topic of like finding peace, like in the stressful times, in the burnout times. Um, And we were excited to, to have more of that type of content coming your way. Yes. And we've gotten a lot of messages. We we might as well just say um, about our next retreat. Please tell us if you are serious and we will put you on our wait list. Yes. Follow the link in our bio on unraveled podcast. Right. Absolutely. Yes. And we're going to, we're going to share more information about the 2023 retreats coming soon. Yeah. We can't wait. I just got, speaking of burnout, here comes my goddaughter. (laughs) Your goddaughter has entered the conversation. Thank God. Okay. Bye everyone. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Unraveled Podcast. To stay a part of the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast. Thanks for listening.